Well, good morning again, and like I said earlier, thank you for being here. I almost wore my Hawaiian shirt for today because of this heat wave that we're having, but I couldn't find it because it's still in a box somewhere, so we'll just have to have to go with the old suit. I want to remind you, reach groups are coming, reach groups are coming. Reach groups are coming. Want us to be ready for. And because of that, I want to kind of go in the back door this morning and share with you a concept that I believe is critical to all of us. You know, I only think there are, I really believe there are only about like ten principles in life that we have to, as we mature, get figured out and, and begin to practice, right? We gotta, we gotta have humility. We gotta be grateful. We gotta surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, they're, they're not, we tend to make it more difficult. But this one, I think, applies to all of us. And it's one that is called the hero's journey. It's not one that I came up with. But I'm reminded of Thoreau's statement that says, The mass of men live lives of quiet desperation, and they go to their graves with the song still in them. I know the second part has been added to that, but I like it. That most of us live these lives of just quiet desperation. Don't rock the boat. We live life and things happen to us. We sort of just get quiet and go with the flow and let go of those dreams and desires and aspirations that we had when we were young. Right? You ask any child, what do you, be, what do you want to be when you grow up? And when you were young and people ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? You say, I want to be an astronaut. I want to go to the moon. I want to go to Mars. I want to go to outer space. I want to be president. And nobody said, I, I think I'd just like to dig holes with a spoon. Nobody ever said that. What kind of car you want to drive when you get older? I just want to drive a junkie. That's all I want to drive. I don't care if it's the same color. I don't care if it gets good. I just want to drive a junk car. No, I want to drive the Maserati or the Porsche or whatever. That's how we came to this earth. And I think it's how God created us. And the challenge today is whether or not we will have the courage to deal with this particular principle. So if you have your Bibles, if you want to go to the next slide, Genesis chapter 1. I want to show you something. Verses 26 to 28. Here's what God says. I want you to pay attention in particular to the blue. God said, let us make man in our image. In our likeness. And so God created man in his own image. The image of God, he created them. God blessed them. And watch this. Here's the commands. Here's the principle. He created them. He blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number. I like that one. We got that one, right? That's a good one. We say, Thank you, Lord, for that. Be fruitful and increase. Fill the earth. And watch this. Subdue 
it, meaning subdue the earth. It's the commands. God saw all that He had made and He said it was, I love this at the end, creating humans, very good. Up until this time, it was good. God created humans and what did He say? Whoo, that's very good. Right? We are the crown jewel of creation. We are created. We keep our proper order. We're not the Creator, but we are the crown jewel of creation. And here's what God said. Your destiny is found in subduing the earth. Let me give you another phrase for that. Listen to this. We are called to be co-creators with God. You ever thought about this? That um, and, and, and we've had this conversation before. All that we have created, invented, come up with has all come out of what God started on this earth. Right? And so we we have wind and we have water and we have fire and we have minerals and rocks and I don't know. We got shrubs. And what what humans have done with that is they've created everything that we have now, co-created with God. Electricity and internet and you know skyscrapers and it's it's unbelievable. But here's what happens to us as we are continuing to subdue the earth. That is, we stay alive. And when we give up on it, we slowly start to waste away. That's why I think Thoreau is right that many go to their graves with their song still in them. Stopped subduing the earth, being creative, following our destiny, listening to our hearts. By the way, the word destiny is a Latin term that means from the stars, from heaven, from God. That they believe that their destiny, no, no, not their destiny, their desire, I'm sorry, wrong word, desire is from the stars. That the desire of my heart is from the Lord. We've tended to turn that around and say, no, desire is selfish. Many, many cultures, many civilizations did not believe that. They believed it was from the Lord. So go to the next slide. Let me tell you the story. Joseph Campbell professor. As a kid, he was one who grew up reading every book he could read, right? every story and from different cultures and different places. And, 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 and he graduated high school and he went to college. He said, I want to pursue this even more. And so he literally created his own degree at the university. And that is um, dealing with story and folklore and legend and all these stories. And by the way, his quote is, follow your bliss and the universe will open doors for you where there were only walls. Take it for what it's worth. But it kind of goes along this idea. And here's what Joseph Campbell discovered. I want you to hear this. Every story, every book, every movie follows the same journey. And I want you to think about your favorite movie right now. Get that in your mind. Whatever it is, and, if, and in particular, if it's an adventure movie, that's better. But what is your favorite movie? Go to the next slide. Here's the, here's the hero's journey. 
our hero starts out in what is known as the ordinary world or the known world, right? We get up every morning and we we get dressed and we get ready for work and we drive there and we go to our cubicle or whatever we're doing. We're out working, but it's kind of the same thing. We know what the world is. We know what the, uh, not, the not the journey, we know what the, uh, not habits. Anyway, we know what we're doing. What is it? Thank you. Routine. We know the routine. And it's the same every day. But there's something inside of us that says, I know there's more. And so then we, as we continue to live life, we see an issue, a problem, a situation that we need to solve. Something's not right. I could get involved with that. And as you go through the hero's journey, we typically have someone that makes the call. You can do it. We need you to jump in and get involved. We need you to overcome this. We need you to lead this group. We need you to... Thinking about your favorite movie. Most of the time, our hero refuses the call. No, not me. I can't do it. Right. And by the way, I hope you're thinking Bible story. I, I, not me, I can't. No. How many times is it a retired FBI agent that's just living out in the country and enjoying the farm life, and they come and say, hey, the Russians are in, and we need you to get back and fall. No, 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 I can't do it. Right? And they do it. They make a decision, and the decision is this. I'm going to go for it. And I'm going to cross the line, and I'm going to enter into the special world, or what we call the unknown world. I don't know what this is going to take, but you have to muster up every ounce of courage to go for it. They take off. As you go around the circle, it's similar things in every movie, some different, some a little bit more of this and less of that, but you'll you'll discover the, the monster, the dragon, the nemesis, the enemy. But you catch them at a a distance, like, whoo, that's a big one. I don't know if I want to encounter that. And as the movie continues on, or the book or the story, then you'll have problems and issues and things that happen. And they end up in what um, he called the, the cave moment. The ordeal, or the approach to the inmost cave. The ordeal. I can't, I can't do this. I, I can't make this. I'm not going to be able to accomplish this. I just want to go back home. They overcome. Um, can we go to the next slide? I want to show you what I think um, Hollywood has done. Oh, well, here's, here's Moses living in the known world of Egypt. Um, right? His problem is the mistreatment of the Hebrews. His call to action is the burning bush. What does he say? <laughs> oh, I'm not eloquent. Or my translation is, um, uh, how did I used to say that? I, I can't speak or I ain't, I ain't no good speaker is what he says. He meets the nemesis in Pharaoh, back and forth. Mentors Aaron, I need somebody to go with me, and that's Aaron. All kinds of problems. They cry out. Moses cries out, complains to God. God keeps saying, why are you crying out? Go. Showdown, crossing the Red Sea. They turn around, and here comes Pharaoh. The elixir, Ten Commandments. Go on to the next slide, then. The movie 42, Jackie Robinson's story. Hope you've seen. How many have seen it? 
Okay, good. Ask your neighbor after it's over with about this movie. Jackie Robinson, they celebrate him today, first African-American to play in the major leagues, but it was tough. And um, he, 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 Brooklyn Dodgers, Branch Rickey, um, the owner, and um, he got heckled and made fun of, slurs shouted at him everywhere he went. He was doing okay until he went to Philadelphia that day, Philadelphia Phillies, and their manager would in the movie, come out of the dugout, and as he's coming to bat, he would just yell nasty stuff at, um, at Jackie. Jackie couldn't get a hit that day and kept grounding out. And finally, after the second or third time, um, he'd had it. And he goes down the tunnel underneath the, um, underneath the dugout, underneath the stadium, right? This is the cave moment, and he's throwing the bat breaking it, and he's screaming at the top of it, I can't do this. I cannot go for this. I can't. And here comes Branch, Ricky, the owner. And they have this conversation. Right, look, Jackie, if you quit, you make it impossible for all those that are coming after you to make it. You can't quit. They have this conversation for a while, and you hear the game going on, right? His team's still playing and batting it. And I love this picture because it is the cave is dark, but the light is up there. The, the journey is up there. And the question is, will you go? Go to the next slide. And he finally decides, he hears the last out being made. Jackie up off his knees and begins to walk up the stairs toward the light. And he decides on going. So then in every, every hero's journey now, you will come back to a final showdown with the enemy. Every movie, every story got the showdown. Will he win or not? I wish we had time. I would call you out. You'd tell me your movie and you would be able to pick out. Oh, yeah, this and this and this. When I teach this in class to, to, to middle schoolers and high school, we spend several days doing this. It's every story. It's every movie. It's everything you've ever read. It's the hero's journey. They finally win. They come back. They overcome the, 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 the enemy, the dragon, the nemesis, whatever it is. They come back to town with the elixir, right? The, the message, the, the experience. When they come back to town, when they come back to the known world, it's not the same any longer. It's different. People look different. The only thing that's changed is the hero. And their challenge the rest of their lives is to take others on the journey. Now, here's what I find interesting. Is that the um, movie industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. Still putting out movies. You want to go to a movie tonight? And you say, well, is there anything showing? No, it doesn't matter. Let's just go to the movie. Okay, well, go, go to the movie. We go stand in line and pay outrageous prices for a ticket. But that's not the worst. We go and stand in line to buy an $8 cup of 30-cent Coke and ice in a, in a plastic cup. That's not enough. Give me that $12 popcorn that costs about 10 cents. Because right? I'm going into the theater and I'm going to sit down and I'm watching it on the big screen. And we're just eating and drinking and eating. And the movie star. And guess what happens on the screen? The hero's journey. 
Different characters, different time periods, but it's the same story and we watch. Now pay attention. After the hero wins and goes back to town, right? And they win. By the way, hero's journey, you rarely ever see hero, hero's journey coming back, showdown with the nemesis, he gets killed, right? Killed and we go home. My wife can't can't watch those type of movies, right? We'll watch a movie and it'll have a bad ending. She said, now what am I supposed to do? I can't go to sleep. Why? Because we pulled out of the hero's journey. And so the, the, he, he never dies. He, he makes it back. I forgot what I was telling you this for. There's a good reason. Um, and so, oh, I know what it is. So we watch it. Isn't it interesting? Catch yourself next time. The movie's over and you're walking out of the theater like, that was pretty good. And you're thinking, I'm going to go tackle the world. I can do that. That's just an ordinary average guy turned into Spider-Man. I can do that. I can make the web come out. I just know I can do it. I know I can conquer the world. Let me ask you a question. What's going on? What's going on? Why does that resonate with our soul? in our DNA. It's what God called us to become and to do. Not to fly, not to go save the world. He gave you desire. He called us to be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. And we're never more alive than when we're subduing the earth. Here's where we go with small groups. Go to the next slide. In Cincinnati, shortstop, Brooklyn Dodgers, Pee Wee Reese, Cincinnati was Pee Wee's hometown. And they came out to play his first year. And the boos were Jackie Robinson, the slurs, all the stuff. And they're warming up, and Pee Wee walks across the infield. He stands there and he puts his arm around Jackie Robinson in front of Pee Wee's, all his family and friends, and he grew up there. They start yakking at Pee Wee. What are you doing? You can't do that. And they have this conversation. They sit there and talk. And I love this image, right? The mentor, the one who's there. And the message was basically this. You and I are brothers. And if you go down, I go down. But don't give up on the dream. Don't let these people take your dream away. Love that. Because that's what we need from each other. This is where groups come into play. See, it's, it's, it's so much more. It's, it's so much more than just meeting together and being together and worshiping together and having fellowship and, 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 and eating together. Life is about... Encouraging one another to go on the journey. Because some of us have given up on it. I'm too, too old. It's too long ago. I just live life. I just, I'll do what people tell me to do. Yesterday, Marianne and I, my friend Bob that I told you about last week, when he came to Kansas City, one of the things that he did or he heard about was the steamboat Arabia. 
Anybody been to this? Now you got to go. They, they dug up a steamboat. There's stuff. Okay, so in honor of Bob, we went yesterday. And um, then we start listening to the story. Have you heard the story? Four guys find out about there's, there's, there's a steamboat buried in the farmland. Hey, let's go dig it up. You, you got to think about this. Let's go dig it up. And we'll take all the, the stuff and we'll sell it and we'll be rich. You think we can do it? Yeah. Anybody got any experience with this? None at all. Let's go. And they did it. You got to go see the collection. You got to go see the tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff that they dug up and it's on display now. I see you guys are crazy. And no, not following the desire. And they're never more alive than we were down, when they were down there up above their knees in mud and they're digging and they're finding stuff and they're looking up at this, I don't know, 200 foot hole that they dug. And they said, look at what we dug. It's when we're alive. Here's what Joseph Campbell said. In the hero's journey, here's what has to happen. Listen to these words. As we go through the journey, we have to die to ourselves. To have a resurrection and be born again. Heard that? I've heard that language. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. You've got to die to self. You've got to, you've got to have this, this new life, this new resurrection be born again. What happens to us, though, is we tend to think of this being born again as a one-time thing we did a long time ago when we gave our lives to Jesus and we were buried with Him, immersed in the water, and raised to live a new life. Let me tell you something. We are always in need of being born again. And part of that is saying, I've given up. I've lost the desire. I've quit. And we need each other to look each other in the eye in our groups and say, let's go, brother. Let's go. God's laid it on your heart. What is God calling you to do and to become? Where's the desire? Where's the dream? Where is it? Come on, let's go. I want to tell you, I need you to ask me. i got a lot of things going on in my head. I'm living in Kansas City, Missouri. I love it. 54 years old, I can just turn around and I can remember, I can see, and, 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 and all the aroma that came with raising four little ones. Time is ticking. Time is ticking. Time is ticking. God's saying, go subdue the world. Subdue it. We need to be there to encourage each other. Come on, you can do it. What's holding you up? Where's the kink in the hose? The water's not getting through. What is it? What's the fear? Think about a church that gets serious about not going to the theater to watch the hero's journey, but deciding, I'm going on it. And I need you to be my cheerleader. And I need you to hold me accountable. Because I'm struggling right now. This is why I told you when I started today, this is one of those principles, but you've got to have the courage to go there. I don't know what God's called us to do. I don't know what God has placed on your heart. 
for those of you that are on that journey and life is, is, is full of excitement and, and fear and overcoming, boy, we need you to encourage us. Help us. For those, of, for those of us that are stuck, we need you to encourage us. And that's what group is about. And we'll eat together and we'll laugh together. And, and, you know, we'll come together and we'll worship. But I want to tell you something. We need each other to say, let's go. Where are you in the journey? Come on, can I go with you? Can I take you around? Can I help you? What can we do together? Because if we don't, in large part, we lose our message. Let me explain. Our message was never just intended to stand back and go, love Jesus and repent and give your life to Jesus and confess His name and let's be baptized and become a Christian and just do it. Our message was always intended to be, love Jesus, He's the Savior, and come on, let's go. I'm going to go with you. And it's going to be one of the scariest things you ever do. And it'll be one of the most exciting things you ever do and experience in life. It's a journey. It's an adventure. There's all kinds of nemesis. What is plural nemesis? Come on, Dempsey. You answered last time. Nemesi, there's a lot of nemesi out there and monsters and dragons and they'll scare you to death. But it'll be worth it because we'll develop faith. And we're going to accomplish things and we're going to see this church grow and we're going to become who God has called us to be. We're going to do this together. Go on the hero's journey. One quick practical application. Next time you think about going to the theater to watch the movie... Don't give me the money. I'll take care of that for you. Your desire. You have the courage to face it. I believe it's in our DNA. Don't, don't, don't come up with the excuse. Oh, not me. I don't. I, not me. I just, I just go to work and come home and watch the news. We all have to help each other, encourage each other to become. And God gets the glory. I think that's all I came to say today. Let me. So three things and I'll stop. We need to acknowledge our call to subdue the earth. We need the courage to face our current situation. And we need each other to encourage and motivate us to fulfill our desire and our destiny. And when we do that, we, we, we are alive. We're valuable. We're created in the image of God. God lives in community. So are we. God is love. That's what we're called to be about. And then let's go. The greatest challenging step will be the step from the known into the unknown. Scary death. So as we're thinking about groups, this is what I want us to also process. How can I... Encourage those around me to keep living and be alive and be on the journey. And what do I need to share so that they can encourage me and help me? So that we can be alive for Jesus Christ and become and grow. I love it. I need to be on the journey. I need your encouragement. I need your help. We need each other. 
We're all united in Christ. We have a partnership in the gospel, and that is to encourage one another. Okay? So listen. We're going to stand and sing. If we can pray for you. If today you need to come and say, you know what? Pray for me. I need to get back in the game. Here's what's hindering me. Here's the sin in my life. Today you may say, I'm ready to give my life to Jesus. We'll start that journey with you. We'll encourage you to walk with you. Whatever it is, don't you come right now as we stand.